Hey, what's up, beloveds? So before we get into this Bible study, let's pray before we slay. Happy Wednesday. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your ungrafted word. Help us to discern the message from tonight's scripture. I reduce myself right now and I just ask humbly for the presence of your Holy Spirit. Use my mouth as an oracle to your truth, your statutes, your love, your encouragement. You know who is listening and you know exactly what they need to hear. So I humble myself to your promptings and I ask on behalf of us all that you would forgive us of our sins. Help us to be just as merciful, forgiving all trespasses against us as well. We release any animosity, any bitterness, any anger, any strife, any emotion that is ungodly. We release that to you now, Lord. Thank you for choosing us and using us in this day and age. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers. So I wanted to share with you um, a scripture that it's pretty intimate for me because, you know, I resonate with Jeremiah so much, man. Oh, yeah. By the way, (laughs) we are going to be in first Jeremiah tonight. You guys know how I feel about King James, okay? That's just me doing my thing. I gotta have King James, okay? But I do believe the NIV version, um, it's very similar. So whatever you're reading, just tune in, my friend. We're just gonna be in first Jeremiah. I might skip around a little bit. I'm not quite sure yet, but I do know this. Whatever God is calling you to do, if you feel intimidated by that thing, just release that to him, okay? Because when God is taking us from glory to glory, he's doing an inner work, a transformative work. So even though you don't perceive of the capacity to do something, God has already graced you to do that thing. Okay, so who God appoints, he anoints. Can I get an amen? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's actually start at uh, verse four. Jeremiah chapter one, verse four. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak. For I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, 
thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. And then the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see a seething pot, and the face thereof is towards the north. Then the Lord said unto me, Out of the north an evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set every one his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem. And against all the walls thereof round about, and against all the cities of Judah. And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me, and have burnt incense unto other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. Thou therefore gird up thy loins, and arise, and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed. At their faces, lest I confound thee before them. For behold, I have made thee this day a defensed city, and an iron pillar, and brazen walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests thereof, and against the people of the land. And they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee, for I am with thee. Thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. Oh, M-G. You know what I get excited about here? I get it excited. I get so freaking excited about the Lord saying, they shall not prevail against thee because I am with you, boo-boo. What? <laughs> Though the weapon will form, it won't prosper. Okay, so... There's so much to unpack in here, but what I identify with, guys, you know, like I have to to tell you as someone um, that's a speaker, you know, that's what I do. I am a communicator, you know, whether I'm training someone, I'm tutoring, I've done so many different things, right? But here's the thing, I have always reduced myself to being an athlete and an athlete only, you know, between martial arts and fitness and basketball, you know, I I definitely have been graced with athleticism. You know, that's one of the gifts that God has graced me with. 
but that is not the totality of who I am. And I don't believe that that is um, the extent of my purpose, you know. So when I when I start at chapter four or verse four, excuse me, when it says before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. I mean, it's like, yo, (laughs) I wish I knew myself, right? Because (laughs) because here's the thing. So many times we don't know who we are in God. We don't know how God has really graced us. You know, like you have different gifts and believe it or not, no matter what age you are right now, God can unearth something within you that you didn't even know you had the capacity to do. Are you feeling me, you guys? Like when the, um, when uh, COVID happened, you know, I was like, how, how am I going to survive? I (laughs) I have to train, you know, for me, it's cathartic. It's, um, it's, it relieves tension, anxiety. You know, I've got a lot of energy. So for me, I'm like, I have to train, you know, but one of the things that ended up being so very therapeutic was me getting on this podcast and speaking to you all, you know, I didn't intend to do this forever, you know, but it really, um, it demonstrated to me that, you know what? You are a multifaceted person. Stop limiting yourself because there's something more inside of you than what you are even able to conceive. So do not be afraid of what the world might categorize you as. You know, people will stereotype you as whatever their their recent memory of you is, you know, it's like, yeah, just like with Jesus, right? You mean the carpenter's son? (laughs) Honey, he was a lot more than a carpenter. Can I get an amen? Yes. All this to say, God knows who you are. He formed you before you were even in your mother's womb. He knew your identity. He formed certain things within you aptitudes. There were planted seeds of possibility within you that you probably are still unaware of right now because truly sometimes we inherit the identity that the world gives us, you know, whether it's your job, you know, and you are not your job, man, believe it or not. You are so much more than that. You may do something, but for you to be something, The foundation of that is all God, baby, okay? And he knew you even before the foundations of the world. He sanctified you to do something. He ordained you to become something, right? So when it says here, when Jeremiah says, yo, (laughs) um, Lord, I cannot speak for I am a child. You know, I identify with that so much because... When people have asked me to speak in the past, this is before I really got into it. I was looking at them like, what? Why would I speak? (laughs) Please 
choose anyone else but me. Okay. Like (laughs) I typically am that person that likes to reserve themselves, you know, like I want to be the fly on the wall. I like to watch people. I like to observe and assess. I don't necessarily want to participate, you know, but this thing, it just kept coming to the forefront for me, like opportunities to speak. And I'm like, well, guys, I, I'm not qualified to be a speaker, honey. <laughs> Even though I never went to college, man. God has placed something within me that I cannot deny anymore because other people have confirmed this, you know? And when I look at my journey, I mean, really sit down and take a look at your resume. You can see that God is building you up for something. He's been building you up for something, you know? Like where you are right now is literally a stepping stone for the next place. We are continuously evolving because we are God's perpetual masterpiece, Can I get an amen? Okay. I just wanted to say that, guys. (laughs) All right. But um, yeah, it's like how you view yourself is not necessarily in the same light that God sees you. Right? So it's like try to humble yourself to God's identity for you, who God has chosen you to be. Okay? Um, Because you're going to discover that there is such supernatural ability within you. If you can hone in to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and just submit yourself to it, just succumb to it, man. I remember I kept trying to train over and over and over again. You know, I've gone to different, so many different gyms, guys. I've gone to so many different um, dojos and you know, between martial arts and fitness, I feel like I've, I've pretty much trained at every place possible <laughs> in some capacity. You know what I mean? And it's like, I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, even though I love doing this, there's something missing. Like, there, I'm kind of a little bit discontent with it. You know, I got to the point where I would be relieved after training my clients. Like, oh my gosh, thank you, that is done. (laughs) Because here's the thing, when God is evolving, you know, certain aspects of you, you're not gonna be as fervent and tenacious in others. You know, like even though I freaking love training, that calling for speaking is even more profound within me now because God has been doing a work within me and my desires have changed. Like, dude, I could tell you for years, the only thing that I wanted to do was create a legion of Spartans. Like, (laughs) seriously, man. Like, when I envisioned my future, I could just see myself training all of these, like, guys, like these these athletes, like turning them into freaking gladiators. Like I wanted to teach them martial arts. I wanted to get them, you know, these amazing uh, muscles and, you know, just aesthetic definition. I, I wanted to, I wanted to literally create gladiators. Okay. Like just 
ninja warriors. That was my goal, right? Was I ever able to do that? Um, no. <laughs> I trained housewives, you know, I trained Karen and her friends. That's <laughs> Listen, I love you, Karen. I'm just saying you weren't my intention. But all this to say, you know, we have one plan, but then God has another. And what started to happen was I started to be kind of bored with it. I'm like, eh. you know, personally for me, I have to train just to release my energy to get my endorphins going. A lot of times what um, transpires pertaining to my insight, it's while I'm training, while I'm working out, I start to get revelations and downloads and it's like, oh, MG, I have to speak on this tonight, you know, but <laughs> But yeah, I lost that fervency to train, man. I was kind of bored with it. And then what started to really um, um, work within me was this, this desire because I saw the need. I saw, you know, where people were really broken. And one of the symptoms is, yeah, obesity, you not you know, being necessarily enthusiastic about your body and, uh, you know, your physique, you know, people gain weight. I understand. I, I totally get that. But what, what really got me was digging deeper. And I'm like, you know, people are broken and I want to help them. I want to empower them. And most of the time, what I'm doing is... I am encouraging them. I am motivating them. It's the conversations that I have with my clients during training that's actually changing their lives. Yes, they are definitely going to get in better shape. But I started to get this need, man, this, this just zealous desire. Like, you know, how can I really change this person's life? Because even if I gave you my six pack, Okay, yes, I have a six pack. It's probably 12. I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. Forgive me, okay? (laughs) But I started to to ask myself, you know, how can I really change their life? Because they could be shredded from head to toe. They could be swole, you know? Like they they could be as strong as an ox. But if they are broken... If they are spiritually weak and vulnerable, which I have been, nothing will satisfy them. Nothing will appease them. They will never be happy. They will never be fulfilled. You know, just like money can't make you happy. Having a great physique, it can't make you happy either. I'm telling you that from firsthand experience, man. <laughs> I have been in incredible shape throughout my entire life. And I have had, man, bouts of depression, anxiety. You know, I didn't realize it at the time. But um, when I got really into mental health, um, I discovered that, yo, yeah, I'm, I'm not a happy camper. I'm not that person that I thought that I was, you know. And all this to say, God gave me a new why, a new purpose. And when he gave me that, then that anointing really started to flow for me to speak into people. I remember the first time I got in front of an audience 
I was very nervous to speak to them because I just didn't know if I would resonate, you know? I am one of those people that I'm always an anomaly. I stick out like a sore thumb wherever I go. (laughs) So it makes me a little bit insecure, you know? Like the people that I'm speaking to, they don't look like me, boo, you know? 90% of the time, they're Caucasian, Um, you know? So I'm usually the only black person or the only woman or, you know, etc. So I'm always concerned with how people will receive me, you know, and God's just like, hey, don't be per- perplexed by their faces, you know, and that's why I like it when in this verse here, let me find it real quick. Um, be not afraid. This is verse eight. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth, right? So yeah, man, I have spoken on some very sensitive subject matter. You know, I've spoken on sexual education. I've spoken on leadership development, an array of things, community safety, etc. And One of the things that I love about this is God's like, yo, I put my words in your mouth. Do not be perplexed by their response to you. Are you feeling me? Don't be afraid of their faces. You are my messenger. So your business is to deliver a message. Don't be bothered by how they respond to my message. (laughs) These are my words that I'm putting in your mouth. You're not speaking on behalf of you. You are speaking on behalf of me, boo. Right? And I'm telling you this because sometimes you're going to be put in situations, man, (laughs) where it's like, hey, (laughs) did that just come out of my mouth? Sometimes it's God. You're going to be put in situations, especially for those of you that consider yourselves Leaders, you know, those of you who are advocates, and I truly believe we are all ambassadors of something, whether we choose to recognize it or not, but you will be put in situations where you're going to feel a tugging at your heart to say something. Nobody else is going to say it. There might even be crickets in the room, but God He will put something on your heart so strongly, man, (laughs) that if you don't say it, listen, (laughs) you will regret it. So when you feel that prompting and you, you start to be concerned about other people's opinions, I need you to know right now to handle your father's business because nobody else was given that assignment. There have been times, man where I have stood up for people because they were too afraid to stand up for themselves. And yes, I was uncomfortable, but guess what? Nobody else was going to do it. And God had put it on my heart so heavily, man, that it's like my palms started to sweat. I was like, yo, I got to get this word out. I need to act on this prompting. This is the Holy Spirit at work, right? So yeah, like, Don't be afraid of the opinions of sheep. Just heed the shepherd. That's why we are here, my friends. The more that you obey the voice of God, 
the more that you are going to see that no weapon formed against you will prosper. God takes care of his advocates. You are in his refuge as long as you stay in alignment to his will, man. I'm telling you, right? So yeah, I mean, Jeremiah, he was afraid. But think of the other characters in the Bible who were afraid as well. Moses was afraid. He's like, please choose anyone else. I've got a stuttering problem. (laughs) But I tell you this, man, because I don't want you to ever think that the people who are called are in a state of confidence. No, man. (laughs) The people who are called We are the ones that have to manifest the most courage because God doesn't give us easy assignments. We often go against the grain of the world. We're not supposed to be conformed to this place. Did you not know that? Yes, you are in the world, but not of it. Honey, you are God's. You are an extension of his divinity. So a lot of times, We are going to go against the grain of the multitude. But the multitude, they need to be fed, man. And there are certain people that God will choose to be conduits of his truth. And I really believe right now that there are a few people that need to hear this. God has chosen you. Because of that, if you just walk by faith, you are going to discover new levels of yourself that you didn't even know were there. There are seeds of supernatural possibility within you that are lying dormant, boo, and they will remain that way until you act boldly in Christ. With that said, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I am trusting that this word was sown on good ground. For those of us that are walking in fear because we are afraid of our next, we don't know how to operate in our new, we don't know how to live up to the identity that you have assigned for us, I ask right now that you would send your spirit to fall on them. Anoint them, Father. Speak to their hearts. Tell them that you are nearer than their very breath and that there is nothing to be afraid of. We submit ourselves to you. Have your way within us. Help us to be as bold as a lion in this season for our purposes 
and our divine assignments. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. All right, believers, you guys just got two prayers out of me in one episode. (laughs) God was here. You better believe that, honey. So I hope you enjoyed tonight's Bible study. I'm just fired up. God is doing a new thing in you, okay? And even if you can't believe in it yourself, just humble yourself to those promptings. God is going to lay out a framework for you. He doesn't expect you to go from the valley to the apex of the mountain in one jump. No, he just asks that you have the faith to walk with him one step at a time. Trust me, you're made to shine. Now, with that said, share the podcast with a friend. We are in 40 countries. Can you believe it? (laughs) We are averaging now. Let me just boast for the Black Sheep Believers real quick. We are averaging about one country per week. Okay, so I just wanted to thank you guys. I am so grateful to have you on this podcast, to have you as my audience, my extended family. Keep tuning in, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. May God bless you in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Do me a favor. Follow me on YouTube, Black Sheep Believers. I'll talk to you again. Ciao.